skip across the surface quite as easily. But when the wind comes, the keel is deep, the ballast is heavy, and the boat skips, and it does not turn over. That's what I want for you. If you are going to hit unbelievable trouble, opposition, and I'll mention some of those later. So, those are my three aims. If you want a trajectory toward the finishing of the task of world evangelization as a sacrificial goer or a sacrificial spender, if your mass of purpose and ambition up and your sails of faith out, Line and the Holy Spirit pressing you on with freedom. And tonight, focusing on putting ballast, the ballast of truth in your boat. So here's the ballast I want to put in. I'm going to, there are two blocks, but I'll just take the package and then in a minute we'll talk about these, these weighty blocks of ballast that I want to put at the bottom of the and the ballast is that God has an infinite regard for His glory. And God has an infinite commitment to His name. And God has an infinite passion to display His greatness among all the nations of the world and to be praised and to be worshipped. You need to test it. I just read this to you. See how you respond to it. Because this is a test as to what goes down with you. What you receive with smiles in your heart. And what you look at with your eyes. It is Malachi 1.14.2.2. I am a great king, says the Lord, the Lord of hosts, and my name will be feared among the nations. If you will not listen, if you will not take the heart to give honor to my name, says the Lord of hosts, I will send the curse upon you and I will curse I am a great king. My name will be feared among the nations. If you will not bow and honor my name, I will curse you. Are you When you go to bed at night, is that word in God a That's the 
I would describe the defense of eliminating Western missions in favor of more third world missions as let them get their blood, they get their money. Nice. Let's get it done. I mean, your generation, I'm thinking 
18 to 25 year olds, your generation should hear that and say, that's over. That's over before I'm dead. That's why you should feel that you just a, a surge in you. I mean, I feel like you should be over before I'm dead. Let me live. Let's see this. I, I, I'm not going to be among the number who said, then Jesus will definitely come. Because I don't think the definition of sin is just quite that precise. It's not that easy to do. There will always be some ambiguities about the same because the Lord is his Christ. God was pretty clear on that. But that's the lay of the land where your baby is. I put that. Lord in some safe harbor. It's on the sea, moving. Moving as a sacrificial door or a sacrificial Standard towards the completion of this path. This is a finishable path before you're dead, without any exaggeration. So now let me let me look at the ballast. Ballasts are not necessarily, though this one is, I think, the most motivating, energy-producing, moving. Doctrine. It's just the kind of doctrine that I dare all the time keeping my boat afloat. I'm 57. I'm wrapping up my 32 and a half years past My boat is still floating. And I'm thankful and I owe it to God Almighty and His mighty sovereignty in my life because I could float so many cross. Wind could have turned over my marriage, could have turned over my health, could have turned over my church, could have wrecked my life and my church. And the ballast would never go up. It would never go up. The wind's blowing, and you see those racing and sailboats in a good morning. How they do that? They do it with keels that are 20 feet deep and balancing their boat so that they can be leaning off the side of their boat to add that little extra something so the thing doesn't crack. That's the way you're going to spend most of your missionary life. Your pastoral life or whatever God calls you to is a, a sacrificial failure. So, I'm going to put this down with some of the ladies right let me state it again. The balance is that God is infinitely passionate about his religious views. Hmm. It is amazing. He is infinitely filled with regard for his reputation the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the blocking of the sea of the There's an oath I live, and as all the earth will be filled with the glory of the Lord. You're Sing to the Lord, all of you. Sing to the Lord, all of you. Sing to the Lord. Blessed name. Tell it is salvation from day to day. 
declares his glory among the nations. I mean, isn't that clear? Isn't that be clear? What are we supposed to say? Glory. He's glorious. Declare my glory among the nations. God is telling us to do that. It means he loves his glory. He's not happy about it when his glory is ignored or ignorant of it or it's belittled. Well, he's got a theology, a big God theology, so he's got a mission to the people who's out there who don't give the time of day to the glory of the living God, the Father of the Let's carry us this aspect to those nations that we know his glory. Please tell you about his glory. And it becomes so much more than Enough! Enough! And to lay claim to be the captain of your boat will get you the dang fight. God comes to us in Christ before the foundation of the world. 
I'm here tonight so that you will see my glory. You should. You try for me. You don't. And then you should leave. And you should follow that alone. But I'm, I'm not saying that. I'm saying I want you to see him because he wants you to see him. And the reason he wants you to see him is because he's the best. I'm not the best. He's the best. I'm pointing to him. He's pointing to him. But he's stuck with being beautiful. He's stuck with being God. He, he has to be who he is. And what he is is all satisfyingly beautiful. This is not megalomania. It's not egomania. This is love. If there ever was love in the universe, this is love when Jesus Christ having died for sinners, says, look at me, I am satisfied, drink me, eat me. And that's what I'm going to do. God from the Trinity to the Trinity in Jesus Christ. And are justified by his grace as a gift of redemption in his own righteousness. And God put forward as a propitiation by his blood, reading by faith, which is to show God's righteousness. God, we need to know that there is a faith for his sin. We need to show his righteousness. Thank you. 
He wants to be righteous. He wants you to be free from his wrath. Justified. This takes the justice. He's on for free. And I see same story. You might say, not a problem. And that's God for this year. The wrath of God remains on you. Doesn't come on you. It's already on you. All people in the world are under the wrath of God. They're alive under the wrath of God. But we've got to go. We have a message that can take it away. That's a message that every people group wants to hear. God's wrath is on you. I know how He provided to take it away. So you can live joyfully in His presence forever. That's a universally relevant message. Why do you show who demonstrate his righteousness? Because in his divine forbearance, he passed over former sins. Why did that cause his righteousness? So, in his patience, he passed over David's sins, like Bathsheba, to let him stay king. Huh? Oh, did that murder and rape? Let's stay king. Nathan just said to him, the Lord has taken away your sins. He said that. That's crazy. The Proverbs says it's an abomination. You can't justify the ungodly. Proverbs 17, 25. You can't do that, God. You're unjust. Any judge in Minneapolis could act that way. It's off the bench. Nobody would vote in a judge like that. That's what he's saying. How? How are you Glory of God. 
So anytime you're sinning, you are preferring something more than the all-satisfying glory of God. Which means you're making the glory of God look stupid. That's heinous. That's outrageous. That's worthy of hell. And God Almighty is passing over it like it's nothing.
Thank you. 